Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, home of James Dolan appreciation talk only. <laughs> JK, LOL, we're just three Knicks addicts bringing you zesty takes in a blunt worth of time. We've got Dougie Fresh. Yo, Pat Riley was extra Lord Sidious tonight with his black mask, and he was just mind controlling just like the final order of referees out there tonight. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Fuck yeah. that Darth Plagueis Pat Riley. He offered them very nice dinners at Prime 112, and they obliged. <laughs> D-Boy, what's good? Yer, yer. If the season ended right now, we'd be sitting at eight and ten in the draft. Yer. That's right. No matter what draft pick we get, we actually have to make the good one. That shots at Obi Toppin. A, and it's me. Ooh. Yeah, sad Knicks fan, Monty, bringing it down, bringing that energy down, reminding you of sadness. <laughs> Miami, ninety-eight, New York. An R.J. Barrett bucket away, 96. Yeah, yeah. It's searing pain. Does it hurt? My eyes hurt from looking at Walt's suit because it was so popping today. Had that tartan teal look, you know? I'm happy to go to war with that suit, this team, and this gosh darn coach. We love you, Tibbs. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. A heartbreaker in South Beach. Let's give out these flowers. The Austin Rivers, who's your daddy, most valuable player, goes to Tibbs detractor, Jimmy Butler. His free throws put the Knicks away on a night where he scored 26 to go along with 10 assists and 9 rebounds. The Harlem World Welcome Back Trophy goes to number four in your programs, number one in Tibbs' heart, Derek Rose, who immediately knocked down shots to the tune of 14 points in his 20 minutes of play. The Tibbs throat coat scream of the game goes to the refs for missing the foul call on Mitch's shot attempt with six seconds to go, down two. The Like Icarus He Has Fallen award goes to RJ Barrett, who missed the game-tying layup in the final moments, had only 13 points on 14 attempts, and was wrapped up for the second consecutive night by Jimmy Buckets. And the sad stat of the game? Obi Toppin played 11 minutes, hasn't appeared in more than 17 minutes since opening night. 25 years. I've been doing this for 25 years. No ping pong balls, no lucky bounces, no circus shots, no buzzer beaters, certainly no foul calls. As our Knicks scratched and clawed to stay in this one, it came down to RJ's final drive. I asked myself that same foolish question I always ask myself. Is tonight the night it finally breaks our way? And the answer remains the same. As the great American philosopher Patrick Bateman once said, my pain is constant and sharp, and I do not hope for a better world for anyone. This day in Sad Nick's history, February 9th, 2010, Sacramento 118, New York 114 in overtime. The Kings brought their six-game losing streak to an end and extended the Knicks streak to three. 
A scrub named John Brockman made a lot of hustle plays that make your father proud and matched his career average of two. Tyreek Evans was earning his Rookie of the Year honors with a line of 27, 10, and 7. And Garden favorite Omri Caspi dropped a silky 18 and 9. You ever want to feel better about where the league is now? Go back and watch this stinker. It's Barrett. Tries it. Missed it. Bam with a rebound. And the Heat win. Miami holds on and wins 98 to 96. Mitchell Robinson may turn out to be Rudy Gobert, except way less French and with a whole lot more swag. RJ Barrett is looking more like DeMar DeRozan every single day. He's picking up the opposing team's best wings, shooting better, and playing like the Knicks' most complete player. I'm afraid Mitch won't be a Nick when his deal runs out if he continues to be pigeonholed as a defense-only player. He's invisible on the glorifying end of the floor as the best finisher at the rim on our team. RJ is often the last option or not an option at all in the half-court set. Miss game winner aside, the ball is almost never in his hands for very long when he has momentum. Is this the infamous sowing of discontent for the franchise cornerstones if they're not prioritized? But they're clearly underutilized. And they're supposed to be our building blocks. RJ and Mitch are our two best players. Don't ever forget that. Fuck Julius Randle. Truth. How do you build around them, though? Look no further than the team we just played. Butler and Adebayo are similar in styles, not the exact same, but similar in styles, that don't shoot from outside, are great defenders, and are a vortex of pick and roll that you surround with shooters. Are the Knicks utilizing Mitch and RJ in the pick and roll with shooters around them? No, but they should. They're being pigeonholed to have to support the isolation habits of Alfred Payton and Julius Randle. Mitch, this year, is getting less shots up and averaging the worst points per 36 minutes of his entire career. Most of his shot attempts come on second attempts, and we are seeing him as a glorified garbage man who's asked to be the savior on defense and be a ghost on offense. You wonder what kind of what kind of development is is within Mitch? What kind of skills are untapped? We saw all the IG videos, and I'm not saying he's going to start spraying the floor with a three overnight, but he's got to start to be able to do something out there other than just be the garbage collector. They've been giving him like dribble handoffs, you know, to get touches, but they aren't even exactly. Yeah, it's like, like a train station. It just stops at his hand, and then he hands it right off. They never run anything for him. And when he's open on the on the dive, man, they never give it to him. So I just I'm confused at what his role is in the offense. Despite all of this, you do see incredible growth. Robinson couldn't stay on the floor his first two years because he was always in foul trouble. And this year he's playing 30 minutes and averaging three fouls a game. You have to look at RJ's growth. His mid-range jumper looks silky when he shoots it. The three is getting a little more consistent. He's hitting his free throws. And RJ is guarding the best player on the floor at age 20. We can't disregard that at all. Nope. 
Jimmy Butler just controls the tempo of the game. Our second unit was cooking with Derrick Rose, making his debut and, and quickly just working together. But then once Jimmy Butler came back in, he just slowed the pace of the game down. You wonder, does RJ have that gear where he can control, cerebrally take control of what's going on in the game? And tonight he couldn't get that last shot in. That's Jimmy's bread and butter. How can RJ bridge that gap? This is the problem. We never look towards the future because we're only here for instant gratification. The future is in the hands of RJ and Mitch. It just is. And if these are the guys you're supposed to be building around, what message does it send to them that you're catering to a player that you signed last year and is up next year? and a bunch of older wings. And then on the flip side of that, they see how they treat Knox, Milikina, DSJ is gone now, but how they treated him, how Obi's getting less than 10 minutes a game, that's sending signals without actually saying something to your young guys. And that might lead them out the door. Roll that, light that, smoke that. It's time for a Welcome to Miami. Benvenido a Miami. Do you blame Pat Riley for trading his snow galoshes for flip-flops? If he was going to stay in New York, he needed to get paid, have an ownership stake, and control basketball operations from top down. Dave Checkett's balked, and the rest is history. Riley leaves via fax, gets what he wants in Miami, and delivers more titles in 26 years than the Knicks' entire 75-year existence. Are we cursed for not giving one of the greatest basketball minds full reign? Or are we cursed for trading Patrick Ewing at the end of his career? Or are we cursed by having a blue blood blues singer as an owner? Thinking about this makes me want to put down the blunt and pick up a drink. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And absolutely never, ever, 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 ever forget, Pat Riley left the Knicks organization for Miami by Fats Machine.